you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200 k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. This is Dan Hansis along with Mark Sessler, Chris Wessing, and Greg Rosenthal. Hey, Dan. Of the Around the NFL podcast on our latest show. Gotta check it out. We dug into the news, a nice meat and potatoes show. Go through all the news, Peyton Manning, Colin Kaepernick, Tom Brady, Tony Romo, and then we talk combine takeaways with NFL.com draft analyst Lance Zierlein. Wow, what a show, Mark Sessler. I don't get what people are doing with their lives if they're not listening to this episode now. Check out NFL.com slash podcasts. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on YouTube. The Around the NFL Podcast. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program back in Studio 66. We've returned from Indianapolis, Indiana. A glorious time out there. A nice little, we went, uh, I guess I was going to say acoustic, but. Acapella. Acapella is what we went. That's right. Instead there, we have much to kibitz about. Hey, a note for uh, for the Czech Republic and for the Handsome Devils and all the fan clubs uh, that surround the DDFP program. This month, this is our last video show. We always have been doing, for the last six months or thereabouts, we've been doing video and audio production on the show. For the month of March, this is the last time we're doing video. We'll have some video elements that we'll sprinkle in on YouTube and on NFL.com and NFL Now, so be on the lookout for those. But this is probably good news for the audio listener who often complains to me on social media that we don't do enough to pay uh, to pay attention to the audio listener. So here you go. You have a whole month of us in your ears and not in your eyeballs. Dave, so. is, is there any truth that um, McDonald's is no longer sponsoring us because because of the work that we did, they ran out of food? <laughs> well, I think we can... no, you can't go to McDonald's at the moment. Well, oh, I thought you were making a joke at either my uh, no, no, no. my sizable <laughs> no, gut no, no, no. and or Maurice Jones Drews, no, both neither, of which would be accurate. No, what I mean is like they literally. So many uh, DDFP listeners were excited by you encouraging them to get all-day breakfast that McDonald's actually ran out of food. Hey, all I can do is once again point out the fact that McDonald's sales are through the roof. Right. Success. Since all-day really? breakfast yeah. started being promoted on the Dave Damashek mm-hmm. football program. Mm-hmm. I called that shot like Babe Ruth in the World Series. I pointed on the day the McDonald's union with Damashek was announced, I said, I think both – formidable brands are going to be made all the more powerful. I remember. I remember. By the union. Um, Oh, you know what? We're listening to his voice. We heard him sing, in fact, to start off. Let's uh, let's introduce him formally now. Here he is all the way from London, England, our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. 
So, hello, handsome, and how are you, and how was your time in Indianapolis? I'm very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. I um, I enjoyed my time in Indianapolis. I seem to, uh, most times when I go there, I, I contract some kind of uh, Midwestern virus, mm-hmm. uh, th- so I'm a little sick, but I, you know, I'm battling through. You don't sound uh, too much worse, Thank but uh, too well, much worse. What do you I mean? look. So I always sound bad, but I don't sound too. Well, much you sound worse. funny because you say uh, you say acapella, oh. um, words like that. Right. Well, we say acapella. Do you? Yeah. Um, hey, speaking that. of Indianapolis, quickly, let me hip you to some stuff that's out there on the internet, and I encourage you, nay, demand that you track it down. One, I went on a tour of Indianapolis with Pat McAfee, who I knew going in. Everybody said, oh, you're going to love him. He's from Pittsburgh. He's a funny guy. You guys are going to get on famously. And so we did. You've got one thing in common, then. What's that? You're both from Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Well, I I got the zinger. I was a little slow on the uptake there. Maybe you should have. He should have shown you his Indianapolis. But he and I went around, and I discovered this about Pat McAfee. He is the most popular punter in the history of football. It's incredible. I saw a it's woman crazy. Who, was, who, was, who was driven, literally, it was like the Beatles. She was crying, wailing, and she did cry, literally, didn't she? There were there were people, and they didn't know Pat McAfee was going to walk around the next turn, right. walking around the city of Indianapolis in number one jerseys. Who goes and buys the punter's, punter's jersey? jersey? It's super what, weird. What, te- what other team do you think is actually even selling the punter's jersey? I agree. That's what I said. I said, uh, Pat McAfee, are you the most uh, popular punter in history? He said, well, Ray Guy's in the Hoff. And I said, yes, but I've never seen a Ray Guy jersey in my right. life. And I've seen many in just the uh, handful of hours that we've been walking around. People come up to him and swoon as though they're encountering Elvis and Bob Knight right. in, in the state of Indianapolis, in the state of Indiana. And um, speaking of that, we caught up with an Indiana legend my from my alma mater, a fellow alumnus, Damon Bailey, played basketball in Hinkle Fieldhouse. What a crazy life, handsome. That you I do that live I, an amazing, blessed, no, blessed life. I, you would think, but not on this. I, I thought the way it stacked up going into the trip. Let me tell you quickly what's coming up. We're going to talk a little uh, uh, mascot. If you haven't seen the pro basketball scandal of all scandals, the L.A. Clippers introduced a new mascot on Monday night, and it was ridiculous and we're going to talk about uh, that and some other i haven't seen it so i look forward to that we also continue our series of ranking the qbs in uh 10-year increments we're up to super bowl 50 so we're going to dig into who are the best 10 quarterbacks as of super bowl 50 aka right now who are the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen in our lives so we're going to get into that little bit of uh, Academy Awards and so on and so forth. So now we're, I guess, basically into very important stuff. So we'll continue to talk about this McAfee thing. Then Damon – so my life seemed on paper as I boarded the flight to Indianapolis. I thought this is going to be a great time. It's going to be – I'm only going to be there for 48 hours. But what a time it figures to be. And when I got off the plane – it was snowing, which now some people might think this is weird, but I, I was in heaven. I love seeing the snow because, of course, I know I have a finite time to experience it. Now, if I were going to be in it for the next five months, I might be sad about it. But as it is, it was great to feel the yeah, right. cold and feel the snow and see it and all that sort of thing. It went downhill after that. It got bad because Pat McAfee was on the books. We were going to play basketball at legendary Hinkle Fieldhouse, the last scene from Hoosiers and all that against Ike and Maurice, and little did I know Damon Bailey was going to show up. And then Greg Olson was going to oversee me possibly getting shaved. Now, Olson had the best beard in 2015 in the NFL, so I thought he would be an apt person to negotiate what to do if I should take the beard off. And, you know, 32 hours later, I was just humiliated at every turn. On all fronts. Go and watch it. It's on NFL.com slash now. It's also on NFL.com. I don't know if it's on YouTube. You can find it on your phone as well, on NFL Now, on the NFL mobile app. If you've got a connected device. McAfee and I, I, and by the way, I had a bad back. And then it was Maurice and Ike versus me and Pat in basketball. And then the loser, it came up just before the game started, had to go out in the cold shirtless. And pantless. And so I did. And it didn't, it was, you know, that was for the ladies, but it gave me no pleasure. Right. You understand. And then, and then I, that later in the day went down onto the field in Indianapolis, cool, in theory, Lucas Oil Field, all set up for the combine. And I did the combine drills, but of course you have to remember my athletic ability, you know, and so it was humiliating. But but I watched that. You weren't, it didn't, you weren't trying. I was trying. I had a terrible back. 
Hold on, but you, you I was ran trying. a 40-yard dash in seven seconds. I had a very bad back. Yeah, but Rich Eisen did it in under six. He didn't have a bad back. Doesn't matter. You and he streamlined up top. I mean, that was, to me, that was kind of eye-opening. Because you've talked a little bit in the past about your athletic prowess and all this stuff. I'm the most coordinated. I'm very coordinated, but I'm the slowest coordinated fine, person ever. You I mean, like seven seconds is, it's very, very slow. I agree. But I, I again, I make no excuses, but I had a terrible back and I felt very sore and I'm old and pot-bellied. Now, I also, uh, then the next day I went to meet up with Greg Olson, another delightful, delightful character from the world of pro football. And 45 minutes later, my glorious beard had been shaved away, left with nothing more than a Fu Manchu. I've since trimmed it up. I thought for a minute I, I was able to deceive the man in the mirror. I thought I looked a lot like, you know, Jack Nicholson in Last Detail, if you're right. familiar with that movie, Black Tie. I'm sure Black Tie has sure never heard it. Let alone, I don't know if Black Tie's ever heard of Jack Nicholson, let alone that movie. Um, but uh, but – I, instead, it turns out I look more. I realized it was on uh, cable last night. And I realized I look more like the father from Inside Out. Is kind of how I. <laughs> yeah, look. you do a little bit. Um, and then uh, somebody trying to pay me a compliment. Every woman, 100% of the women that have seen me, have have been repulsed by the way I look. And I think I'm. I, in a way, it makes me want to keep the mustache, right? Because it just gives me a built-in excuse now. Like, well, see, now I know it's not what I have to say. It's not the way I comport myself that makes women all despise me. It's just, just like, well, they, like, they couldn't that. get past the mustache. Yeah. What am I gonna do? What is the plan going forward? Well, I mean, I there are people in my home, and by that I mean everyone right. hates it. Everybody wants it gone. Everybody thinks I look terrible. I've been compared to porn stars. I've been compared to cops. Right. I think I look like a an old west gunslinger. You do a little bit. What I would like you to do is heavily take up smoking. So because there's nothing. Yeah. The only thing that can make a mustache look worse is a, like a nicotine <laughs> fringe <laughs> on the bottom of it. All right, I'll get to work on that. But then, so yeah, and then I uh, got a ridiculous uh, shave and all that, and you can watch the Olsen stuff as well, and that was uh, that was great fun to catch up with him, aside from being humiliated on my uh, on my upper lip. All right, let's get into it now, but we appreciate you checking that stuff out. Handsome and I, we always update you after we return from a trip. We continued the culinary tour across the United States. This time we went to Baz Bo's Pizza. Yes, it was a casual dining spot. I yeah. think, you know, in the past, I think you and I have we've gotten fancy. Been, we've mostly. gotten fancy everywhere else. But I think in Indianapolis, have I been, I think I've been to St. Elmo's with you, which is the yeah. famous steakhouse of Indianapolis. Uh, maybe we have. We did. No, we did that we've at the together. Super Bowl four years ago. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So we were just trying out another spot. I don't think it'll, I don't think it doesn't go in number one. It's not going to break the top three probably spots but it was a it was a it was a good time it was a yeah it was a nice pizza and uh and then i took handsome uh, gave me all the leftovers there were, we there ordered were like we over ordered pizza in, in a pretty big way basically three and a half to four real uh, you know full-size pies full size, what, went we back like to the 16 uh, inch pizzas yeah they went like back that. to the hotel room with dave me, and they did not get out nope. well they they i carried them out yeah. in a manner of speaking yeah. if you know what i mean all right hey Gothard, behind the glass, you're filling in for Black Tie today, and you're no better than Black Tie. You're 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 coming down on us for not talking enough. No ball, better right? than Black Tie. Well, I don't know. Well, you're you're coming down on us. Yes. You're being you're telling us we have to move on. I was just you don't find was suggesting our, to move on. You don't no. think our human interest uh, stories are are compelling to the listener? To some extent. All right, let's are. try out what he suggests. All right, fine. Let's get into it. Very important stuff. Pro football version, and we'll start off with all that's going on the with uh, free agency. Now that the the next couple months look like this, the combines in the books. Now everybody's getting those franchise franchise tags in place. Then free agency. Then the draft. Right, and we're coming at you on Tuesday. We're talking next Wednesday, so eight days from now, people are going to be flying around. It's, it's going to be very exciting. Very exciting. I love it. Hey, one thing we should do, and I think did uh, someone told me that Jared Allen maybe is coming in this he week. He is coming retired. in on Thursday, and he's one of our favorites, number 69. We'll see him. Something I'd really like to do. We tried it a little bit before, but um, uh, it would be fun to find out what's it like to be a free agent. 
Like, does your phone, is your phone ringing? Mm-hmm. Do you have players texting you saying, hey, come to wherever? When you go out for dinner, we've talked about this before, can you order anything? Is, it, is, it, is there ever a moment where, you know, normally if you go out for dinner with people and you're like, oh, Dave ordered that. So, I, you know, you've got yeah. to, you sort of calibrate. Are you just like surf and turf or whatever it is? Whatever. You I, ask. You know what? I love that because, and, and you would think somebody who likes uh, food as much as I do, especially free food, you would think that I would have recognized that. But it was, in fact, your brilliant uh, observation. If you're a free agent, don't announce like, yeah, I'm pretty much going right. back to my old team. Or I think I'm, you know, looks like Miami for me. No, no, keep it vague so that you get wined and dined right. by every team in the NFL. And then you can do things like you can go, you know, you're talking with the general manager. You're like, wow, that's a really nice tie, Mr. Elway. And he's like, well, hey, son, if you want my tie, you can have it right now. <laughs> and then they give you a tie, and then you're like, oh, I'm going back to Cleveland. I always was. <laughs> when was Just when? see what you can wangle out of this whole thing: pens, ties, meals. I, I like First that. Class I, flights, I'm hotels. thrown by your use of a word called wangle that I've never heard. Wangle. Wangle. Wangle's like a, a word that means, you know, what can you get out of something? Right. Okay, so let's wangle. And also, I didn't know John Elway was from the Deep South <laughs> as you represented him. In this case, he is. All right. Let's talk about uh, his former team. We can start anywhere. Right. Really, the quarterbacks are getting a lot of heat right now. Well, Sam Bradford and, just re-signed with the Eagles as we walked into this room. Okay, so let's start let's there. Start there. And we'll get to the Broncos because Von Miller getting tagged opens up a lot right. of questions around the defending right. champions. Sam Bradford, it feels to me like the Eagles were basically negotiating against themselves. Who's, who's falling all over themselves to re-sign Sam Bradford or to get Sam Bradford? $18 million annually? I mean, it, it, I, I agree with you. It sounds crazy. But then when you consider the salary cap has gone up $25 million this year and, and quarterbacks here are inevitably the highest paid players. Okay, so may, that's, and, I, that's and, still not a bargain. But and all right. if the Eagles said, all right, let's let Sam Bradford walk, what are, your, what are your options? Your options are you want to get in the bidding war for Brock Osweiler, and so you probably wind up in a bidding war and paying him $18 million instead. True. You've got Chase Daniel, I think, is probably the, the next quarterback down, if you listen to the Around the NFL guys, who is a backup quarterback to prove nothing, but at least um, Doug Peterson knew him from coming from Kansas City. Or you get into conversations about you trade for Colin Kaepernick or who knows, even Peyton Manning, if he decides that he does want to carry on playing. So sometimes these things, you know, you and I have talked mm-hmm. in the past about True. Andy Dalton and those type of guys. Like, yeah, but what, what do you? what's your second? What's, what's plan B? If you don't re-sign Sam Bradford, what's plan B? And I think the one thing that could help him is that Doug Peterson coming in. Remember, Sam Bradford was not particularly good with Chip Kelly, was injured a lot before that. Doug Peterson's offense, that Andy Reid offense, where he's made you know Alex Smith look like mm-hmm. a pretty decent, respectable NFL quarterback, you'd think that that would be something that Sam Bradford could pull off himself probably better than Alex Smith could. I, you know what? I didn't buy... We, and we've had the conversation about Sam Bradford many times, but if you can, in your brain, go back to when he was coming out of Oklahoma. I, he didn't jump out to me watching him at uh, watch in those Big 12 games. I didn't think this guy's a can't-miss guy, but all the scouts did. They, everybody, did. they loved him. before Andrew Everybody Luck, loved him. Before Andrew Luck came, he was considered the surest fire quarterback in a decade. Right, and he is famous forever because he is the last That's guy right. to get the, the massive And the crazy thing is he's got in. decent money this time, like we're talking about, and then he's going to be a free agent two years from now. At the age of 30, he'll have an opportunity to get another contract. I just, you know, it, it just, I would feel awfully uninspired if I were an Eagles fan right now. But to your point, I don't know what the what the alternative was. Right, Sanchez. Sanchez, they'll probably, you know, maybe they draft. So I think if you if you're only investing two years in Sam Bradford, the chances that's are why that it's draft this year they'll get. I don't. Hackenberg or, or some, you know, one of that s- second tier group of court, Dak Prescott was a guy who performed pretty well at the combine. Maybe they go for one of those guys and try and develop him, and then two years from now you can actually evaluate and say, do we want Sam Bradford or do we want this guy that we've developed? I like that. We should do that. I'm not prepared to do it right now. We should because it'll be too many moving parts. But that's a good thing we should do um, on the next show or two. Is the incumbent or a kid out of college. Right. Like, we'll play that game. Yeah. Like, would you rather have Christian Hackenberg for all his flaws, or do you stay with the incumbent? Um, Mario Williams, by the way, so the Bills kick him to the curb, finally. The, yeah. the, the writing had been on the wall, but there was a little smoke screen there from Rex. Rex, in the meantime, together with Rob Ryan now, has brought him in, and now is interested in bringing in Antonio Cromartie, and it really does make me think, like, Rex Ryan in his head is sort of like – 
the the Lakers currently like you know what we should do to re- to to get good again let's just recapture the magic by bringing all those old pieces back right. you see teams at USC has done let's just get all those coaches let's just see if we can ride this out even further except there's been no success with no. the with, with the Rex Ryan but you're going to re- you're basically looking to kind of reform That's the, the Jets on some level yeah. except you guys know you never you never even went to a Super Bowl together yeah, so you, you played sure? in green and now you're going to play in red yeah. That's going to be the difference yeah exactly and get whipped by the the Patriots and the one thing that was that. missing from that Jets team of course was Rob Ryan who's proven to be such a winner <laughs> wherever he is. I don't know man I wish we had the audio of that we didn't get it at NFL Honors the night before the Super Bowl I was talking to the Ryan brothers on stage. I'm interviewing them or about to start it. Ray Lewis jumps up on the stage, doesn't acknowledge that I exist, and goes into a conversation. Apparently, Gothard says the audio was too lousy, so no one's ever going to get to hear it, so you're going to have to take my word for it. But the whole conversation was Ray Lewis jumping up there like, ha-ha, and they were like, ha-ha, my man, my man, there he is, back and forth, and them saying, and them saying to each other for about 48 seconds in a row like, League doesn't know what's about to hit them. No, they don't. League doesn't know what's about to hit them, huh, Ray? No, no, they don't know what's about to hit them, Rob. You know what I'm saying, Rex? Yep, no, we know what you're saying, Ray, Ray. Like, it, was, it was that for 45 seconds. Sure. What do you think? Go ahead. It was. It's sort of the Chip Kelly thing. Everybody went in three years ago. Is the Chip Kelly thing going to work out? Akbar Bajabiamila early on looked like the wise man saying, oh, this is going to revolutionize things. Now it's uh, it's petered out. Uh, conversely, Heath Evans said that it would never work, and he has been proven correct, at least to this point. Go ahead, the Ryan brothers in Buffalo. Is this better than 2015 or worse? I, for me, I think it spells the end of Rex Ryan. Because, well, here's why. Because Save this if, tape, if it, fellas. If it works, then great. I'm not saying it's not going to work. What I'm saying is if it doesn't work, and it's more likely not to work because it's not like Rob Ryan's done anything terrific throughout his career. And, right. And like you say, if it doesn't work, Rex will be asked to fire his brother. <laughs> and I don't believe he'll do that. And then that would result in him having to resign. And I don't think he gets another head coaching job if he resigns. And I don't think maybe he even wants one. He said that when he went to Buffalo. This is where this is my last stop. I would say two years from now, he'll be asked to fire Rob Ryan. He won't do it and he'll resign. Wow, that's fascinating uh, and reckless speculation. I love it. Thank you. All right, let's move on then from Sam Bradford. Yeah, I guess, uh, like I say... In that division, not that it's NFC East is that great, but I think the Cowboys are going to be, I think most people would assume that they're going to be markedly better than they were last year for obvious reasons. If I were them, though, the thing I would do is, I know there's, it'll be awfully tempting to, you know, I've said La- La- Laquan Treadwell would be good or a receiver to, to uh, go alongside of, of Des Bryant. I know that they're going to be, you know, they're going to look at pass rushers and maybe, uh, you know, uh, the kid uh, Jalen Ramsey out of Florida State at corner. But, boy, I, I would take Zeke Elliott. Behind that offensive line, if he is as good as projected, and you put him behind that offensive line and Tony Romo and Dez, that offense is going to be awfully hard to stop. I think I, I would be hard to – I think it would be tough to resist uh, taking Zeke Elliott. I would uh, – I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that would be good, but it's a little early for Zeke Elliott. That's, that seems earlier than he's being projected. They're picking – Well, up. no one does, but you know, no one projects any running back to go that early. Right, but – but I think they could get a guy like Lamar Miller and, and pay a lot probably for mm. him in free agency. And then, I mean, the guy that I fell in love with in the combine, he didn't even do anything, is Miles Jack. I think that's who the Cowboys, mm. certainly who I'd like my Miami Dolphins to pick as a linebacker. He can fly around, and he's kind of the, the, the antidote to a lot of things that offenses are trying to do now. When you mm. get a guy like that who is so quick, can contract receiver, can cover receivers, can track, track down a running back across the field. Defensive playmaker. That's yeah. what you want on defense. Yeah. Guys that are disruptive like yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so with the Cowboys and DC coming coming off their uh, crown, and I think the Giants are going to be better. This is shaping up to be bad for the Eagles. Although I've said the same thing about the Cowboys two years ago, and right. they were about. We'll the see. Team. I mean, that I think that division's kind of they're all it's pretty nicely matched. All right. What do we want to talk about next here? Who do we want to go on to here? Go ahead, Gothard. Your call. Dealer's Kaepernick. You want to talk about Kaepernick? Let's talk Kaepernick. All right. What do you think about uh, Cap? He has now requested Chip Kelly and company have voiced their interest in keeping Cap again because what's their alternative? Blaine Gabbard or drafting Goff or or Wentz or one of those kids. But Cap, in fact, if I were Chip Kelly, I think I'd want to reboot. Right? Isn't that the smarter play than keeping – because although if you turn cap around, then you look smart. And if you fail with cap, it's like, well, see, 
it's the kid. He he just he never turned the corner. That's not on me. It buys you another year if you're Chip Kelly Maybe, to say, but it, yeah, we tried to make Cap work, but just we, he's not good anymore. You, but it depends how much they believe in in the the three guys or the four guys that we saw at the combine, the four quarterbacks that you know people are are excited and hot under the collar about. What would, if you're Cap, where's the best place for him to land? I think the answer is quite clear, even though I've seen a lot of the speculation to Cleveland and Houston. I think there's one place that's clear. Oh, because I was going to say Cleveland. Oh, were you? Yeah. I was going to say, and I will say, as I've already said, the Los Angeles Rams. That's the move. That's oh, the move. I mean, it would be great. But who? I mean, Splashy. Would, here's the thing. Like, why would you trade? Colin Kaepernick's contract is $19 million a year. You know, we're getting excited about Sam Bradford. Colin Cap. I mean, who would you rather have out of those two? Hmm. Cap. You would. I know that's crazy to say. I know people will come down on me. Curmudgeons will. Will. Uh, will I'm, I don't their think. Hands I don't think it's insane, but I don't. It's, it's kind of a toss up at this point between the two of them. If you if you can turn around Kaepernick, then I think you you're absolutely right. You've got the, his ceiling is is better than anything we've seen from Sam Bradford. It's been, you know, it's been a garbage. It's kind of been a dumpster fire in uh, San Francisco right. the last couple of years. So I don't, I don't think you can really hang everything on cap the way people want to. And like I say, in Los Angeles, it's splashy. I think it makes the the fit sounds right in my book there. The one that I predicted, and now there's heat around it. And Black Tie refuses to give me any credit for this. He was, he said, when did you ever say that? Proving once again he doesn't listen to the podcast even when he's in the room. <laughs> I have been saying. Peyton Manning to the Rams makes sense for both parties. Peyton, if he wants to not retire, the Broncos don't want him. I don't care what Elway and everybody else at Kubiak, they don't want Peyton. They're going to cut him. They're going to release him. If he doesn't declare, and by the way, I mean, he's just, again, holding the Broncos hostage with this nonsense. He can't tell them one way or the other. I'm definitely coming back, so do what you want, Denver. No, I'm going to keep it gray just out of self-interest. They should have had their their bus tour through Denver and seen the confetti and the fans waving at them and stuff like that. He should have retired immediately. I don't begrudge. I go back and forth on the issue. I love the pristine end to a career because if you like watching movies, then it makes sense. But the analogy I'll make is people who actually make the movies, like when people always say, why does uh, Robert De Niro make so many bad movies? Because it's a fun process. When you go onto a movie, so you don't know what the final right. result's going to be. But in the meantime, the camaraderie and the, the yeah. life and everything is, is enjoyable to do, whether the movie's crummy or not. And same for Peyton. If he wants to play, if he wants to get, go through another training camp and go out there and compete for one more year of his life, then that's his will to do it. The question is, who wants him? Well, a team that's trying to get some heat on itself, a.k.a. the L.A. Rams. But Peyton, we're always told Peyton is, a, you know, study. he studies NFL history, and he must have looked at name, you know, the, all the quarterbacks that came here. I agree. Ended their but career and being like, I don't want to be one of those guys. Like Joe look Nathan. how Brett Favre went out. That's the last one to look at. Yeah, but Brett Favre was, the, you know, that second penultimate year in, in Minnesota, that was one of maybe his best season. I'll yeah. Make an argument that was his best year. So there was no reason for him not to carry on the next year because it, there was no sign that he was slowing down. Peyton Manning was absolutely flat out awful for this season. Here's what people do as well with uh, with these things. They, they, they point out that um, – Tony Romo to just uh, to move on to to something else with Tony Romo and when and you know how long guys are signed for Tom Brady well now that means he's here for twenty years in New England no it doesn't mean that it it the it it's reporting what the duration of the deal is it's the same thing as reporting Jerry Jones mentioned that Tony Romo can be our quarterback for the next four or five years it doesn't mean that's going to be the case everybody right. a reporter has to report without opining behind what the statement is they're just reporting what is so the people are getting crazy about the well Jerry Jones says Tony Romo is the QB for the next five no he's saying he could be because that's the duration of the deal so anyway but as far as that goes I think Peyton I'm with you if I were Peyton I would walk away but I'm not Peyton and I could see the Rams looking to get some heat on the franchise and the big, I, I, I agree the big I mean, debut if he's gonna in go LA. somewhere then it makes perfect sense who else do we want to talk about Kirk Cousins is going to stay in DC we don't need to talk about that oh let's talk about the defending champions though by tagging Von Miller as they did on Tuesday it means that other big-name guys are now going to be out there. People are going to chase them. Brock Osweiler won, Malik Jackson too. Let's talk about Brock Osweiler. Do you think he stays a Denver Bronco? I think he does because I, th- because I don't think any team's going to offer him 
more money than the Broncos are probably willing it to pay him. And when it when it comes to him, he's going to be probably happier to go back to a place that he already knows the offense, he's comfortable with the people he'd be working with, rather than go for an extra million a year to Cleveland to who knows what. I you know what I uh, again, wouldn't that make sense to you? I, uh, I think he's going to get. I wouldn't like I wouldn't like the way Gary Kubiak did it to me. What what he did to me. I I come in, I save the season. And then because it suits your purposes, you kick me to the curb for the playoffs. I would have done the same thing. I should have a ring. I should already. And, uh, it's a ring. I know. I, I should I should have been holding that Lombardi at the end of the night. I should have been doing that. And instead, I was a, a fo- I'm a footnote. I would be a little cross about that if I were Brock Osweiler. And I would seriously look at the Houston Texans. Well, he will probably drive up his price and, or have his agent do it. But I'm right. sure in the end, and, when it comes down to it, because the teams that they're going to pay him – Probably the same as Sam Bradford. He'll probably get somewhere in that realm, you know, roughly speaking. He definitely doesn't have as much on tape as he does. But then maybe it's a four-year deal. He's going to want to go into free agency again, which is a big which is a big deal for those guys. And then maybe he gets his opportunity to a really big contract at that point. All right. I, I, you know what? I would rather forge my own path, which is what the Houston Texans feel like an opportunity for him to do, instead of – taking over for Peyton and the year after a Super Bowl and can you repeat that and what the pressure of that Look is. I think I'd, just, he's got I'd, like, I'd start fresh if I were He's Oswald. got some good players on defense. Well, he's got some good ones in Houston as if well. Peyton Manning. Might and he's got DeAndre Hopkins and Jalen yeah. Strong. I don't he know. can keep himself down low instead of yeah. up on high. Yes. All right. Looking forward to free agency is the bottom Yeah, it's going to be fun. Now let's talk about another game, the game okay. of movie making. They handed out the Oscars on Sunday night. And what did you watch him? Chris Rock is the host and all that? I did, yeah. The Academy Awards. Thing. Yes, that's what they call them. Yes, yeah. I've heard that name as well. <laughs> Oscars. Oscars. Right. Right. Uh, let's not get hung up on that. I don't care. I wonder just... why they are called the Oscars. That way you think it would be yeah. easy to figure out on uh, Wikipedia. Hey, I'm not going to do it now. Though. Something that I was thinking about during the Oscars, because it wasn't terribly exciting, to be honest. You know I when don't... people say you know something like the back of your hand? Yeah. Which side is the back of your hand? Because I feel like I know this side of my hand, the the bit with my fingers the, p- and the palm. The side that holds I feel like I know that side of my hand better than I know this side of my hand. That's a great question. But I never I known really what know. is the back of your hand. It's funny when you look at the back of your hand, you might notice an odd, uh, you know, yeah, little mark or it. two, like, but oh, I didn't look, know it was that, there. Yeah. Right. Right. But the, this side of your hand, you're like, oh, I know that pretty well. I've seen it. Do you, without looking, do you know if you have any hair on your the digits? palm of my hand. Not on the palm of your hand. Do you know if you have hair on the back of your hand? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Could you tell me without looking if you have hair on your ring finger? Which one's the ring finger? The one that wears the ring if you're married. I don't married. have any rings. Do you have hair on the finger yes. that wears a ring? No, you don't. Look, I'm looking at it right now. You have no hair on well, it. Well, on the top bit. Yeah, well, I have it down part. there. All right. Anyhow, so I thought that uh, Chris Rock was uh, was marvelous yes. in his monologue. Yep. I thought the rest of it was not. Then he started beating a dead horse. I yep. felt a little bit like, all right, you know, yes. We got it. And the I court- think everyone had already done the joke as well. You right. Know, some of the jokes had already. The weir- One of the weirdest things ever was the Stacey yep, Dash thing when she walked out. That was very uncomfortable. I don't know what was happening yeah, there. And I've since read or heard her attempt to explain it, and it makes no sense. I don't know what this I, – so, I, so wait, I still don't get the bit. But either way, it looked like Mad Max was going to win every single award. And while I really did enjoy Mad Max a lot, the one thing that jumped out at me, all right, so we're doing a show. I mean, we're doing movies. Uh, we're remaking sci-fi classics. Was Mad Max that much better than Star Wars? No. I mean, is it where I mean, like, what, so? And they're basically following a lot of the model of right. both of the first ones. I mean, Star Wars was basically a retelling of that with different people, and Mad Max was very much the same. Uh, you know, car chase through the across desert. Across the desert, exactly. Mad Max was that much better a remake than Star Wars was. No, it wasn't. You're right. It was weird because they were up for all the same awards, and Mad Max just kept winning it. He must have, uh, uh, what's his name, must have been sitting there, uh, you know, uh, the guy who made the movie, yeah. made Star Trek as well and lost. What is, what's his, the director's name? Anyway. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams must have been like, what, what, what gives? I didn't do anything. What do you want from me? You know what it is? It's that Mad Max, the original, is not held in that high a regard where right. Star Wars is. Yes. That's the reason why exactly. this one was exactly. considered. Although the guitar player in this Mad Max was, uh, was sublime weirdness. Yeah. I love that. I was my favorite. I was thrilled for my old friend Leonardo DiCaprio. You know DiCaprio. He's an yeah. old friend, is he? Yeah, he is. How so? Tell the tale. 
I I I'm I've I've I became I acquainted myself with Leonardo DiCaprio once, aged eighteen. That makes it sound like uh, something. Uh, no, 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 wasn't words happen. But, and to war, no. but uh, It'd be eight... fine if that's what you wanted to do. You were eighteen. You were yeah, out right. experimenting you an experiment in a new land. Why not, Leonardo? Beautiful DiCaprio. man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beautiful guy. Uh, no, that's not what happened. Leonardo DiCaprio. I um, aged eighteen. I think I've told the story on this podcast before, but let's assume that none of the listeners have heard it. Unlikely, I, but okay. I drove across the United States of America, aged eighteen, with a friend. Uh, we lived in Kentucky and castrated calves. I think I've told that story before. <laughs> and then, and then we drove across the country, and we wound up. Uh, For those who are American, what he said was he castrated. He castrated calves in the state of Kentucky, but that is in fact true for a summer. That was your yes. summer job, castrating calves. Exactly. And then <laughs> and then um, we drove across the country and we wound up in, in uh, Los Angeles, California, in Hollywood, where the guy, the friend of mine that I drove across with, his brother is a movie director. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, we'd been sleeping in cars and castrating cows and all this stuff. And now all of a sudden we were in show business, showbiz land. Right. And we were, you know, we went to Hollywood parties, and at one of those events, we uh, Leonardo, who was about the same age as us, um, got we got talking to him, and we told him about our journey across the. So country. a couple of decades ago, you're glad handing with one Leo DiCaprio. Is he surrounded by women? Oh, at the time, it was us and a couple. I, you know, Christian Slater was there. It was very weird. And we told him about Slater it. doesn't even get a mention. He barely even gets a. a, a oh, oh, by, oh at by the, the time, by, at the time, Christian I was Slater was there as well. It's, at the time, I was much more excited about Slater. I loved. Slater. I would think so. Right. Yeah, Slater was. Uh, you know, true romance had that happened yet? I don't know. But I, I, I liked him about in, right, yeah. in uh, the movie where he's a DJ, a radio DJ in high school called Pump Up the Volume. Ever seen that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, anyway. Um, you and know, so, DiCaprio also, not unlike yourself, he sliced animals in the movie that won him the Oscar. I haven't yet watched The Revenant. I haven't either, but somebody just yeah, whispered that in my bear. ear. Yeah, he it's fights a bear, bear of some sort. Yes, I have to watch um, that picture. I'd like to watch it. We should go together. I haven't seen I, I haven't seen The Revenant, and I haven't seen the one that was Spotlight. I didn't see the one that oh, won the Oscar. Oh, that's very good. I've watched that. And yet I somehow felt cross about it because I always am cynical about those Oscar voters. You did watch it. I have watched it. Spotlight's a pretty terrific. Shame on you, great Jack. Movie. I've seen both The Revenant and Spotlight. Oh, look who's here. I know. Black tie can't be. He couldn't. He no, couldn't leave. I, I, I had I to get on the I mic. Could, yeah, I couldn't give up this. Yeah, but then again, black tie. You okay? Great. You've seen that. But yeah. You see every movie these days. It's yeah. not. No one's arguing that you don't see movies. They're saying you. They're pre-93. saying you don't see good movies pre ninety three. And you watch. You thought that um, the Shades of Grey one was was no, one stop. of the best movies no, of the stop. year. Fifty Shades horrible. of Grey. Oh yeah, you you loved it. You went. You loved it. You went on opening night. Not time out. Anything. This is what a weirdo. Who goes? What man goes on by himself? By himself. Also untrue. What? Some creep in the movie theater. What I said was the soundtrack was hot. And if you know anything about music, you would agree with me. The soundtrack was fire. Well, I'm not going to watch it, so okay. I know we'll never know that. But well, let's, let's but let's be honest. Your movie, your, all your movie recommendations, etc., tarnished. Nonsense. I hey, Black like Tie, there's a great game on. You want to come by my place? Uh, have a have a beer too. We'll we'll order a bit. No, 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 no I'm going to no. go to see uh, Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades, Shades tonight, 50 man. Fifty Shades, man. Oh, cool. You taking your girlfriend there? Nah, man, I'm going to go by myself. Well, you guys go watch Spotlight and Revenant. <laughs> what a creep. And then we can talk. What a creep. Wait, don't get off the mic, Black Tie, because now we have to do a Leo DiCaprio edition of Has Black Tie Seen It? Oh. Have you seen? Well, so the movie that I had just seen when I met him in 1995, the movie that I had seen literally a few days before, and that would have been honestly the only reason I'd have even known who he was, was called Basketball Diaries. And because Black Tie is a basketball fan, I expect he's probably seen it. But it was 95 as well. so he. he... That's a good place to start. Has, has Black Tie? seen that one i'm gonna guess no i have seen it i don't remember much of it though but it doesn't so it doesn't sort of count i think in a weird way sort of count i'm gonna make a prediction black tie has seen an inordinate number of leo i I don't know why leo is my dude is that right gilbert grape i love no i haven't seen that what (laughs) (laughs) that's a great you have seen titanic course yeah it's black guys all time and i also that's great music and that's inception you've seen of course the departed you've seen i own the departed Whoa. The Departed, uh, you know what? The Departed is great in a lot of ways, but that it all hinges on the cell phone thing. It was, it's a little bit yeah. too much with the cell phone involvement. I didn't care for uh, that. That part kind of threw me a little bit. Um, 
and I also don't buy it as a result. They, these guys are th- these guys are master criminals, but they don't know that Leo DiCaprio is the mole. He doesn't. They don't know that right. he's the cop. Wait, the, the, this group, the, your crew of five guys, has added Could one be, yeah. for the first time in twenty years. Like, I don't sudden, know which one to trust. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's you, DiCaprio. I'm keeping my eye on you, says Nicholson. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not. This is an unsatisfying addition because Black Tie's seen them all. He, uh, well, there, he hadn't seen Gilbert Grape. That's a good one. As well. Yeah, that is. A I'm good surprised you've seen them all. Seen. Yeah, but I, I've seen a decent amount from. I mean, The Departed, The Aviator, Catch Me If You Can. Aviator is a good one. Um, Aviator is a little. I even tried watching Jay Edgar. I couldn't. I couldn't do it, but I tried. Oh, I didn't um, see that. Yeah, myself. I haven't seen that one. Uh, so was DiCaprio a nice fella? He's a charming guy. Is he? Yeah, he's very nice. He seems to this day. I mean, there's, and I think. Like, I like the rest of us, the Oscars, but I think we all look at uh, these celebrities or football players or whatever on TV and you make guesses about it, whether or not they're good people or not. And usually, well, I don't know, usually very often you'll be wrong. I'm always right. I just watch them and I get a sense of their essence. I like this DiCaprio. I yeah, can I tell think, he'd be. A I cool think he'd guy. be fun. I think we should maybe let's see if Black Tie can book him. Hello, Leo. What have you been up to these last 20 or so years? You and I spoke. Right after Basketball Diaries. I wonder if you'd be interested. Who is it? Who is that supposed to be? Uh, John Elway. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on then. Congratulations on meeting DiCaprio. Oh, Thank and you. also, how could we have this conversation without mentioning the greatest slight in or among the greatest slights since Star Wars didn't win or Empire Strikes Back didn't win Best Picture back in the late 70s, early 80s in favor of I don't even know what. Um what was the big one that when uh, uh, Chariots of Fire? Oh, E.T. should have won that year, but Chariots of Fire won. But add Sly Stallone not getting the best supporting actor over that guy from whatever he was in, Bridge of Spies. That was an outrage. Bridge of Spies. It, Why wouldn't they vote the for him? They, they're going to be such jerks that they can't that, that they can't give Sly Stallone. It would basically be his lifetime achievement award. Just give it to him. What's yeah. he ever going to make now that that's going to earn him an Oscar? Got to call a Jive on that check because you, you were not too big. Are you just your lifetime achievement awards? Is that all you're calling? Because you were not too big on Creed. I don't even. Know I never saw seen. Creed. I never saw. Then, Creed. then how are you? Gonna, so how are you? I don't care him? because Tom, he's a because what? He did, come on, Tom Hardy should have won. The Hollywood yeah. industry. Are they, the entertainment industry has made billions of dollars off of Sly Stallone-led uh, well, Are we going off money? Because, I mean, there's a lot of movies that make a ton of money that don't, don't even get considered. I think at some point it matters. Do I think Michael Bay ever has to get an Academy Award? No, but I do think if you're Sly Stallone and you have been iconic for as long as Sly was, you were you were a little kid, Black He's guy. been knocking out movies for a long time. He, I get it because, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he, uh, he slayed them. Like yeah. Rambo. That wasn't as good. No, but still, that wasn't as good. But still Fun cool. fact, Rambo is a big Nigerian cult hero. Well, I mean, from Rocky Balboa to John Rambo, I mean, what, what else do I have to say? I mean, that's how he's, you know, he's made a lot of iconic pictures. You don't have to think they're great, but and Copland was all right. I mean, how, how, how do you slight Who, have you watched? Have you watched for that guy? Bridge of Spies. No. <laughs> really one of the most boring movies I've ever watched. Is that right? Yeah. Somebody told me the other day that it was uh, the movie of the year. Oh, I got into a, a very minor, very minor little Twitter back and forth with Chris Harris Jr. the other day. Did you notice that over the weekend? The defensive back, the corner for the uh, the Denver Broncos, observed while watching the combine, and the uh, oh, you're the, using the right word this time. No. Oh, I, I I see. You see what happens? It's even hard for me to 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 remember. Sorry, you don't. It's need the combine. No, it's no, the no, combine. No. Everybody, it's not the combine. The combine is a piece of farming equipment. A combine is a collective of people doing the same thing. Which one is closer to the truth? I think you know the answer to that. But anyway, Chris Harris Jr. was watching the combine on TV, and if, and of course on Saturday, the receivers ran a lot of slow oh, forties. Yeah, they, they were, were collectively slow. ran slow forty. So he tweeted out, "A lot of slow receivers out there today." LOL. And I tweeted back at him, um, slow receiver Antonio Brown got you for 15 catches, 190 yards, and two touchdowns, LOL. And then people really got excited about that and were retweeting that a lot. And then Chris Harris, and people, people jump on. You know, people, yeah, yeah. You know they're, they're like vultures or, 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 uh, or uh, concords. 
or whatever. They 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 where the uh, condors. Condors. That's what's the word I was looking for. Condors. They swooped in and they started to pick poor Chris Harris apart. I'm just having fun, everybody. Lighten up. You know the. So did he come back to you? He decided to have you know he decided to uh, you know to correspond with me like a human being. Right. And we talked a little bit about movies and Bridge of Spies was his favorite movie of the year. And not a good movie. Not good. No, but it has Tom Hanks, and I'm not, I, I, can't, I find him almost unwatchable. Speaking of condors, the L.A. Clippers unveiled inexplicably their new mascot. It was not a Concord. It was a condor. Right. But it still makes no sense because L.A. Clipper is a boat, you see. It's a fast-moving ship yeah. is what a clipper is. Same. Condor has nothing to do with it. You know, condor is a bird. It's a state bird, but yep. it's an indigenous bird. Is it bird. a state bird of this state? I don't know if it's the state bird, but I believe it's a it's bird indigenous. that lives in this state or it's flown through this state. That's I believe not, so. It's not good enough to have – it's fine to have a state bird. It's not good enough to have birds that might have been in the state. I'm, I, well, I'm not sure about that standard, but all I know is this. It's not just that it's a condor. It's okay, that it's carry a, on. If you want to know what a condor looks like in the wild, just look at my upper lip. It's kind of like that. You know, uh, Here it is. There he is. Chuck the Condor, handsome Hank, the new mascot of the L.A. Clippers. Steve Ballmer, the owner, introduced him. Do you know he's the richest owner in all of sports? It's a bunch of disparate parts just slapped together. It looks like right. Mickey Mouse's head with a protective Whoa, cup over his face. Look how high it jumped. Gray, leg, gray pants and then yellow legs. It's very strange. All of Twitter is a buzz. He's got a pink head. It is a ridiculous – it's about as ridiculous as there ever is. And so I thought, let's go through some of the mascots. I noticed a lot of people on the radio and otherwise are, are doing the same thing. But, of course, when something this seminal happens, it requires yep. that you go back through history and not just declare hyperbolically this is the best or worst thing we've ever seen. Let's let's uh, consider some of the mascots that we've gotten a look at over the over the years here. First of all, the Condor's fee is, is stolen – that's not even the best condor in mascot history. That's the Pittsburgh condor. The Pittsburgh condors were an ABA team right. in the early 70s. And as you can see, if you're I watching like on condor. YouTube, he's way cooler. Then across the state of what PA, that? that's the Philly fanatic, spelled right. PH. What do you think of him, handsome? What this is, is fun to do with an English. What is it supposed to be? He's a fanatic. He's his own creature. I kind of right. like that. And, his, and out of his, his green snout every once in a while comes a red thing. There he is, Bernie Brewer. Oh, I love the Brewers. Yeah, you love your, that's your Brew Crew mascot. He and looks he also, very um, Scandinavian. Yeah, he's got that big yellow mustache, yep. and he slides into beer after home runs. I don't know Good if he still him. does that anymore, but yeah, what's what's not to love about a right. team named after beer? Then there are the uh, Milwaukee Brewers Bratwursts. They oh, have I a never whole pack of them. There they all are, and uh, and and they're a lot of fun. They run a race right in uh, every run. day. Every day, every oh. baseball game. Then there is uh, oh, there's Steely, Steely McBean. McBean. I like, I, I've I like often him. said he's uh, the jaundiced Adam Carolla. <laughs> yep. What do you think of Steely that. McBean? I like Steely McBean. I think his name is. I the met him once thing. at the Super Bowl. Did you? Was he a nice guy? I have a stronger jaw than him. <laughs> then here's the whole Cincinnati Red, Red Langs gang. And what I like about that over Mr. Met is that there's a whole gaggle of them, so you know which one came first because he's reproduced. Right. Although, oh, look at this. There's the Western Kentucky, Kentucky. Hilltop. Yeah, thing. I like that. Although he just looks like uh, Elmo who got fat. Right. You know, like Elmo grew up and overate a little yep. bit. Got out of the trash can. and Yeah, there he is. No, that's Oscar. Oh, that's Oscar. But, yes, I think he's one of the more ridiculous ones. Awful. And, then awful, awful, awful. Flying Elvis. There's Pat Patriot, the guy, the Patriot who snapped the football on the right. hats until Tom Brady came around, or Drew Bledsoe. And then they got went to this cockamamie character who looks like Elvis, ergo Flying Punchy, Elvis. Most punchable face in sports. Can't stand him. And then there's uh, the Syracuse Orange, who I right. do love. He's just, yeah, an, he's orange. just an orange. That's what's great. He's right. an orange. I like the fact they're not even trying to disguise it as a human in an orange. No, he's simplicity. Not, no, he's wearing basically pan and he's happy but he's not overly happy right. he's just sort of amused by what's going on then if we're talking mascots a you vagrant. can't be spake <laughs> no that's spike lee famed oh, really? director Sorry. yes okay. famed not a vagrant at all although we should get into some spike lee movies in uh, the next round of yeah. has black tie seen it and then of course the greatest mascot of them all or of recent vintage peyton manning the mascot yeah. of the 2015 denver broncos, broncos. Yep. who did peyton did about as much as i did for yep. the denver broncos this past season yep. so i think he's a good he's one. A Good mascot. Jar Jar Binks, 
Does he count as a mascot? He was like a mascot for how not to do Who, Star Wars. If you had never had to see one again, would it be Jar Jar Binks or would it be Peyton Chuck Man. the Condor? Or Peyton Man. I would say um, if I never had to see one of them again, Jar Jar Binks. Did you ever think of, uh, you know, by the way, whoever put that together, Gothard behind the glass, I believe, was responsible for creating that little montage. Yeah, well done there. Yeah, well done. I think the London Olympic Games guy, oh, they wasn't that ridiculed? Yeah, they were bad. They were like two one-eyed monster things. <laughs> the, I don't know what they were called. A body of work, I think the Olympics are the ones that do the worst, which is weird because it's not like one person's doing them every year. Right. Every year, four years you to consider. To hey, you got the Olympics. All right, get the work on yeah. your mascot. And at almost every year, it's something just awful. I don't, I'm not sure why you would need one. Uh, uh, another key point. Like, why do you what, need a mascot? What, what is the point of a mascot for the Olympic, Olympic Games? You've got the Olympic Games. You don't need a mascot. It's not like they're the London Olympic uh, dogs. It's just, it's just the London Olympics. Yeah, you don't, right. you don't need a mascot. Exactly, yeah. That's they a, do it for World Soccer World Cups. Black Tie would be able to tell us about that. Some of you that raise stuff. a great question. Why do What's they have the an Olympic mascot? Right? right. He's not there to, you know, a mascot is there at the game to hype up the right. team and get the team excited. But, you yeah. know. There are people crazy. throwing arrows around and running around. I guess you're trying to please everybody at the Olympics, and so you want somebody who everybody can get behind hating. I think people, like... Everybody wants to get behind. Like, one thing we can all... You're from Germany, I'm from another part of the world, but we can agree that that is a That's terrible mascot. Yeah. Let's that must it. be the only reason for it. The winner of best mascot, I hate to say it, this continues an ugly trend for Damashek. You know how my favorite uniform in hockey is the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, my most mm -hmm. hated team in sports. I, I hate the Flyers, but man, I can't say I can't uh, can't turn my nose up at those glorious getups they have. Same thing. I went to Indiana University. The arch rival, the Purdue Boilermakers, the Boilermakers uh, uh, mascot is as about as good as it gets. He's a he's a uh, a, a a brawny guy with a steel hat, and he swings a hammer. He makes steel after all. Right. After it's my boilers, own. okay, Boilermaker. Yeah. Um, I, I can I can see why you like that. And he invented a drink too, right. uh, named after himself. A little arrogant to yeah. do that. All right, let's get to it, handsome. Let's round the show up with uh, with uh, our ongoing series here, Super Bowl Fifty. As of this moment, right, the greatest quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era are. These, what do you want to do here, Gothard? Do you want to look back at where we were at 40, or are we just going to jump into 50 here? Let's just jump, jump right into 50. We're jumping into 50? So be it. You can go back and listen to the podcast from last uh, last Tuesday. Here you are. Uh, as of Should Super Bowl them? 50. Go, yes, I would I like, like you to. read them. We've counted it down, and let me just explain again. You explain. I'll get ready to read. All right. In, you know, I think it's interesting how in 10-year increments – the best ever changes for we fans. And so we did, we started out as of Super Bowl 10, who were the 10 best quarterbacks in NFL history. Then we did 20, then we did 30, 40, and now here we are up to 50. And there are some major changes since Super Bowl 40 up to Super Bowl 50. Take it away. Handsome Hank, count it down from I'm 10 gonna go to from 1. I'm going to go from 10 to 1. So number 10, we got Terry Bradshaw of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Drew Brees. Controversy right out of the gate. Right. People don't like that. Yeah, and I would agree with him, but I've already had the argument with you. Drew Brees is at nine. Drew Brees was not obviously not on the list prior to this, so he's jumped straight in at number nine. That's interesting. Ben Roethlisberger of your Steelers. Another again, one, not eight. on the list. Newcomer yep, there. Yeah, newcomer. Aaron Rodgers, also not on the list. He comes in at seven. Peyton Manning, who was on the previous list, I'm correct on that one front, right? Peyton had uh, had made the back he jumped, end. He was just back at the back end. Yeah. He's now at number six. Obviously, he's just won his second. That's going to upset a lot of people. People are going to say Peyton low. should be way higher on there. But all right, here we go. Who who would he be ahead of out of these five names? Okay, that so number say? five, John Elway. Okay. Um, uh, number four, Brett Favre. Or as he would say, my name is John Elway. My name's John Elway. Uh, number four is Brett Favre. Number three, Dan Marino. Number two, Joe Montana. And number one, Tom Brady. Your thoughts, handsome. I My thoughts are, I think, 
you, I think you've been very generous with Terry Bradshaw, and I understand why. I've heard your arguments on that front. I it's not because I'm a homer. That's what I, I know people want to say that, but he, he's always one of three guys who's won four Super Bowls. He's he, four and zero. Oh. He was an MVP in two of those Super Bowls. Let he was an throw, MVP let in the NFL. Let me throw I mean, two the idea names. that he that he oh so it was uh, he was carried by the defense. It, it indicates you never watched them play. If that's what he you're was, opinion. he was excellent. And I want to throw another name at you that I think is the best up until now. I've had arguments with you about Roger Starbuck and I, I, I accept you know that for whatever reason you've you've ranked him ahead of him I think a good comparison in terms of a dominant team that had a good quarterback on at the helm of it Troy Aikman right mm-hmm. Troy Aikman was through his career you know one of the three best quarterbacks in the, in the NFL played on an incredibly strong team that had a lots lots of great supporting parts just like Terry Bradshaw did Where's where does Aikman fall? If he's not obviously in this top ten, why would Terry Bradshaw be ahead of Troy Aikman? Gothard, you were there when we were putting this together. Aikman was pretty close to cracking the top ten, was yeah, he I think not? He was like eleven, even eleven or twelve. I thought he was right. Th- no, because well, Staubach is a, in my book. Staubach is just ahead of Aikman. So. Um, so yeah, it might have been eleven and twelve. My Dagon Staubach. Right. I just Aikman I, right there. I've talked I mean, to a lot of people, though. I'll tell you this. You know, uh, you know, Sal from uh, the Kimmel Show is a is a diehard Cowboys mm-hmm. fan, and you know, it was one thing when uh, Sporty Simmons said Aikman's. Uh, he's, uh, oh, he brought up the fact that he thought Troy Aikman was the most overrated or maybe the least worthy Hall of Famer in the last two decades. Really, and then Kevin Hench, another pal who we've done a lot of stuff with over the years, and uh, a formidable sports brain agreed and then Sal agreed and then I'm a, I said what craziness is this what 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 world am I living in that you guys don't see Troy right. Aikman as a clear-cut high-end quarterback That's and in I history well. nobody mean, threw that sideline route uh, right. you know those I mean you know 20 yards you know dropping dimes over the shoulders and people like to say only his guy could have gotten that one Troy Eggman actually threw passes that only his receiver could have got and I think yeah, I mean he was incredibly accurate he was yes. known for that through his career he was pretty tough I mean he, he wound up having to retire because of those concussions but also he when you now read the sort of legend of that Cowboys team it was pretty clear that it was sort of full-on mutiny for a lot of the, like Jimmy Johnson let things go Barry Switzer had almost no control over that team, and yet uh, with Troy Aikman, they look they were, you know, they just moved the ball down the field every single time they got the ball. They were they were they were like clockwork. I don't want we don't have to hash through all okay. these names here, but Drew Brees. I think nine, Brees, I legitimately. I think you're generous with Brees. Well, if you don't like Terry Bradshaw at ten, I had a really hard time putting Drew Brees in front of him. I know for all the, I mean, for the statistical. Uh, the mammoth statistical deeds that he's put up there now that will that really are going to live on for a yep. long time. Is he better than Terry Bradshaw or Roger Staubach? I don't know. It's just that the numbers are so hard to argue against. I, I just decided to wave the white flag right. there. Do I think in my heart, though, that Drew Brees, I just, he, he doesn't have that killer to him. There's well, something about him that doesn't feel like it, that, that uh, you know, he that, that his game elevates in the biggest moments. If we were to do this again 10 years from now, some of these names have, have like maintained and climbed up the list. If we were to put together a list for Super Bowl 60, speculating, looking forward recklessly. Yes. I don't believe Breeze would make that list. I agree with you, and in fact, we're going to do exactly what you just mentioned what? on the next show. We'll go up to uh, up to we'll speculate okay. ahead there. I suspect that Cam Newton might uh, might Ooh. squeeze in there. Okay, well, you we'll know, talk about uh, that. It'll be fun to talk to. Roethlisberger at eight. Argue I like all I mean, you want, I, but is that amazing? I don't. I'm not arguing with you. I know, but a lot of people are ben getting all Ben Roethlisberger deserves to be on this list. Terry Bradshaw does not. Deserve. He's a guy. Bradshaw. But I don't want to talk about Bradshaw anymore. Right. I mean, not, not Bradshaw. I was talking Roethlisberger. Again, 12 years in, he's played in one quarter of all Super Bowls available yeah. to him, and he won two of them. And in the later stages of his career, is now turned into a stats machine on top of being this this gamer whose game elevates in, in January. I Oh, he was terrible in that Super Bowl, in that first Super Bowl they won. Yeah, go back and watch what he did in the weeks leading up to Super Bowl Forty, mm-hmm. and that'll get – I, I love Aaron Rodgers. This may yep. come as a shock that I have him as low as seven here. I'm looking as I think as of this, fifty. What am I going to do? Right. If we had done this a year ago, I think you'd have had him higher. 
I probably would have because this is the first time. 2015 was the first time we saw him look human, really. Yep. Uh, Peyton Manning at six, three, yep. you know, two rings now, all those numbers and everything. So you're worried that people will be upset with you having Peyton at six? I think many people would say Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback of all time. In fact, I've heard a lot of people say that. Right. Gothard, am I unfair to Peyton here? Take your time, though, please. Take your time, Andrew. Don't, don't, I don't, don't think as you're the a biggest pr- Peyton fan in the world. If that means, I mean, what? I don't think you're the biggest Peyton fan in the world. That's not what I'm asking you, boy. I'm asking you, where would you boy. put Peyton? Boy, boy, whoa! Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say. I'd say that you're a little bit unfair to him for winning the Super Bowl. All right, so who should go ahead of Peyton there? Black Tie doesn't like that. This doesn't concern you, Black Tie. I can call him what I want to call him. I'm sticking up. Boy. Who? Uh, so who? Who should Peyton go ahead of there then? Gothard or or, or handsome? Make uh, a K. Who? who I, who I don't want to put him ahead of anyone. John Elway at five. John Elway. Red Favre. I, I think, Dan Marino. I think, I think, look, I think, Montana. Brady. I guess Marino would be the guy you would point at, right? Well, here's the thing. Okay, I love Dan Marino, and I'm. I, I, this is this this is a very difficult thing for me to say because I re- genuinely I adore Dan Marino, but I think Brett Favre should be ahead of him. Hmm. I think you know Brett Favre did did similar things statistically, and but won Super Bowls. Won a Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. All right. a ring. And then Peyton Manning has done th- similar things statistically, broke records, and won two Super Bowls. All right. But the, the last one, the what's going to benefit Peyton is 10 years right. away from this, as yes. we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Peyton's going to look a lot better for having that second so I'm, ring. If you, if you were lucid during Super Bowl 50 and the run-up to it, anybody will be able to tell you. Of course, he was a passenger on that train. In uh, in 2015, right. So all right, here's what I'm proposing. Let's, but would you take? I would switch if Elway was playing Peyton with the exact same team, and the only thing you were changing is the QB. in their prime. Yeah, Peyton. Really? I would take Peyton. Wow, that's very interesting. And Marino had. La- here's the thing that Elway and Marino and Favre even didn't have. Peyton played with Hall of Famers around him his whole career. Mm-hmm. That that's what I've it comes down. I made that argument. Right, you know, Arvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, right. Demarius Thomas, Edge James, yep. and so on are better collectively than anything Elway ever played with mm-hmm. besides Terrell Davis at the very end of his career. And Marino never had anybody. Good. Never had any, Tony never. Nathan, Mark Clayton, those are the names Lorenzo you're going to throw out. Clinton. Right, it's Kareem ridiculous. Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> I forgot about 33. Cecil Collins. How did Kareem Abdul-Jabbar even wore the same number as the real Kareem right. Abdul-Jabbar? Outrageous. But but, but my, on, on this list, I think I'm not saying that you should change them, but I think you could put Peyton ahead of Elway, and I think you could put Favre ahead of Marino. And are we right, though, at the very top? Because ultimately, I yes. guess that's what matters most. Yeah, one, Brady one, one and two. then Montana. Brady and Montana, one and two. And I think it'll take something spectacular in the next 10 years for for that to change 10 years from now when we talk about that list. Handsome, a lot of people, like Black Tie, said we couldn't do the show alone. What do you feel about that now? How do you feel Why we did today? I thought we had a perfectly delightful show. Today. I think we had a good time. We heard about Leo DiCaprio, we, your We dear heard friend. a lot of things. I think it was I think it was probably we overcame some, you know, in the same way that Marino didn't have, you know, the great support cast. Right. I'd say you and I probably didn't have the best direction or production. We're feeling you, Danny Marino, right. today, yeah. you know. That's so it. It's sort of like we've got Irvin Spikes and and uh and I don't know. I don't know which one of the receivers <laughs> Farrell Edmonds. Matt Gothard is uh, is here by Jim Jensen. Then is no, that he's Farrell Edmonds, <laughs> uh, and uh, Black Tie is Troy Stratford. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be back later in the week, a couple days from now. We're coming back with uh, with Jared Allen, just retired, and we've talked to him just a couple of times. But man, he's terrific. Is I, it I, true that he rode his horse here? Well, he's riding his horse. When he left, when that retirement video was actually departed. I hope from. that's his only mode of transportation right. for the rest of his life. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, that's a good call. I like that. I like where your head's at on that. Um, best horses in movie history, Black Tie suggests. Mm-hmm. And Black Tie, Black Tie, you can't talk in my ear during the show. Talk into the microphone. If you want to say something, he doesn't have share a it with the people. Oh, he wants a rap instead. He he'll he'll share his uh, his gold later. But he says his favorite horse in movie history is Zorro. Zorro's horse? The best horse that I can think of without uh, doing much work on that is Silver. 
from Lone Ranger. Silver's good from Lone Ranger. I'm trying to think. I can't remember what his name is. I think it's something like Africa is the name of the horse of Butch Cassidy. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And yeah, Black Tide one. just I think it's called it. Africa. And Black Tide just mentioned uh, that, uh, that there's a, a meaningful horse in the Revenant. Now he's just rubbing my nose in it because I haven't seen it yet. Right. All right, Black Tie, are you going to get on the microphone or not? We don't want to have a conversation with a one-sided conversation. This is a podcast. It's like we're sitting in a restaurant and you're talking on, uh, and I'm talking on a cell phone to somebody. All right, three amigos, nothing. Two amigos, me and Handsome. Well, three, including my mustache. All right, we'll be back (laughs) with Jared Allen later in the week. In the meantime, go check out those videos I suggested to you. Me, McAfee. And Greg Olson having a gay time in Indianapolis. We'll talk to you later in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. I missed. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.